Welcome to the Walk by Faith podcast. I am your loving host, John McBride III, always giving you a word where we live for Christ and die to self daily. Scripture of purpose is John chapter 17, verse 4. I glorified you on earth, having accomplished the work that you gave me to do. Before we get started, let's read the disclaimer. I am not a licensed counselor or therapist. I am only sharing my experiences, thoughts, and Bible application as I know it pertaining to the situations discussed. Now let's start the show. Let's open up with a word of prayer. Our gracious, kind, loving Father, We thank you for this day in which you have allowed us to experience you here on this earth. We thank you for the Walk by Faith podcast, where we get an opportunity to become one with you and your word. Help us to understand your word and how to utilize it in our everyday lives. We thank you for who you are. Be with us and guide us and May the words in which we speak glorify you. We thank you. We thank you always. In Jesus Christ's name, let us say amen. Once again, this is your host, John McBride III, giving you a a word of encouragement and just something that's on my heart. I know a couple of Sundays ago, it was Father's Day, and it made me want to have a better understanding of what Father's Day really is and what it represents. So let's jump right in this episode. What is Father's Day? It is a day in which children honor their father with gifts and greeting cards. It is also a celebration of fatherhood and their influence in society. Did you know Father's Day was founded by Sonora Smart Dodd? The information in which I just read to you was found on Wikipedia, but it made me wonder even more. What is a father? A father is defined as a man in relation to his child or children. That definition was given from Oxford Language Dictionary. So when reading the definition, one word stood out to me even more. And that word was relation. Now, let's define that word. Now, relation means a person who is connected by blood or marriage. Looking back on my life, years of living, I should say, I realized that I never told God Happy Father's Day. And when I realized this, this thought, my mind was blown. 
Because when you know how great and how wonderful your father is, why are you not showing him appreciation? And it it made me just realize even more that God, I'm so sorry for not telling you Happy Father's Day. Because as we know, we serve a strong, kind, all-knowing, and loving Father who shows us so many different things in which we need in this life. So like I said, maybe you just don't know how good your Father in Heaven is. So let's go to the Word and read how wonderful and great our Father is. Our Heavenly Father provides many things. And I'm just going to go through a list of these things and we're going to dive into the scriptures and speak about these things. So number one, our Heavenly Father provides all of our needs. Some scriptures to consider are Philippians chapter 4, verse 19. Also, Matthew chapter 6, verse 31 through 32. Number two, our Heavenly Father provides food, which we all know we can do some eating. Mark chapter 6, verses 1 through 14. Number three, our Heavenly Father gives us rest when we trust in Him. Psalm chapter 23, verse 2. Our Heavenly Father provides direction. And we all need guidance in our lives. Proverbs chapter 20, verse 24. Also, Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10. Lastly, our Heavenly Father helps us when we are hurt. And I don't know about you, but when you are hurt, we, we need that love. We need that support. And for that, we're going to go to Psalms, chapter 34, verses 17 through 20. So you all, let's dive in. Philippians. Chapter 4, verse 19. And this is coming from the Word of God. The New Living Translation. And it reads as following. And my God will supply all your needs according to his riches in glory. In Christ Jesus. I don't know about you, but supply all of your needs, not wants, but needs. When you are getting everything that you need, that means someone supports you, is there for you, and is really concerned about what you may need to survive in your life. Now, let's think about this. We're talking about a day-to-day, 24-7 lifestyle that he provides all of our needs. Not to our riches, but for his. 
Our God wants to help you with everything that you need. Every single thing that you need. So that means anything that your mind needs, you need that reassurance. That is supply for you. And that is a need. When you need help or support in making decisions in your life, that's a need. But yet, you know, we tend to find ourselves worrying a lot, which leads us to the next scripture. Matthew chapter 6, verse 31 through 32. And that reads as following. Do not worry then, saying, what will we eat? Or what will we drink? Or what will we wear for clothing? Verse 32, for the Gentiles eagerly seek all these things. For your heavenly father knows that you need all these things. So the Gentiles was a race of people that were not able to have God's unmerited favor at one point in life. But yet God saw fit to open that door. For us, me and you and others, to have that relationship with him, to have that blood-bought covenant with him that Christ so richly has given us when he died on the cross. So how many times have you worried? What were you going to eat today? What am I going to get to drink? Or what kind of clothes I'm going to wear? I do feel like so many times that we worry ourselves because we are always trying to compare ourselves to other people. Trying to get a, a sense of comparison to, to the fact to the point where I don't know who I am no more. Because I'm worried about somebody else and what they got and how they even received it. But yet your father is trying to tell you, hey, don't worry about that stuff. Once again, I will supply all of your needs that you need, not what they need, not what anybody else thinks, not what anybody else cares about, but I will supply what you need. And when you have that reassurance that he cares about me and that he wants me to know that he has me covered, he has my back, what better reassurance do you have? It says later on in the text that you need all these things. For your Heavenly Father knows that you need them. So when your Heavenly Father knows that you need all these things, why not sit back and give Him glory, but yet do all the things for Him, knowing that if I work my best and work my hardest for Him, He will supply everything that I need. Not wanting or asking for nothing because he has you. And that's a good God. So. We also said God gives us rest. Matthew chapter 11. We're going to read verse 29 through 30. And it reads as following. Both of these scripture texts in which I read are a new American standard, by the way. Take my yoke upon you. And learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart. 
and you will find rest for your souls. Verse 30. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Now this is Jesus talking. And he's helping us to see that. One, he says, take my yoke upon you. So I don't know if you ever seen oxen move or plow when it feels that they have this big heavy burden on their shoulders that makes them hard to maneuver and hard to move in a straight line or whatever direction that they need to go in. So if you have a full example of how to carry these heavy loads in which we have, why not get that advice? Why not get that support from someone who's already been down the road on which you're traveling? Well, maybe you 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 don't understand. So the yoke, let's just think about depression. Let's think about sadness. Let's think about hurt. Let's think about death. Let's think about all these things that we struggle with in our life day to day, especially with the COVID. You know, this past year and even these months, it's been hard for some of us and really all of us to live, to find true purpose in him and in this life. But yet we need to realize and understand that God wants us to be close with him. That is our true main purpose is to be in his presence every single day so that we may have some sense of guidance on what we need to do to survive in this life and learn from it. Just like the scripture says, take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart. So if Christ, who is our main example, who we strive to be like every single day, has given us the opportunity to be like him, we need to understand that and know that he is providing us the greatest example ever so that we may be humble, so that we may know we are not in this fight alone, and that someone else has been there, done that, and will continue to be with us. So that that yoke, that hardships that we face is easy somewhat, and my burden is light. So that means he's going to be with us. Anytime you have someone struggling that same fight with you, it's good to know he's going to be there for us. So, we also said that God provides direction for our lives. We're going to read two different verses. And these two verses are so impactful on our day-to-day walks. Psalm chapter 23, verse 2. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. And also Proverbs chapter 20, verse 24. A person's steps are directed by the Lord. How then can anyone understand their own way? Going back to The first verse, Psalm chapter 23, verse 2. He makes me lie down in green pastures. 
He leads me beside quiet waters. Now, in the scripture text, we see David talking about an experience that he once had as a shepherd. We see that David is describing an instance where he is leading sheep through green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. So we see David talking about it, but come closer. Jesus Christ is our shepherd in that that scripture. He wants us to know that he makes us lie down in green pastures. He wants us to know he leads me beside quiet waters. Sheep, which we all are, sometimes have no direction. We don't know where to go unless we hear the voice of the shepherd. But how can you really know when the shepherd is talking if we do not study his word? If you do not open your Bible, if you don't have Bible studies, if you don't listen to spiritual podcasts like this one, where we want you to understand that you have a Savior that is here for you, with arms wide open, who is willing to lead you in green pastures. Now understand, green pastures are a a place where you can find peace and find comfort and be able to lie down, because you know you can't lie down every single place in life. But when the shepherd tells you to lie down in this particular place, that that means he understands the surroundings. He understands that you will be safe in this area, that no harm is going to come to you. Once again, how much reassurance do you need that he is out here protecting you and watching out for you so that you may be safe wherever your feet land? He wants to be there and he wants to guide you. He leads me Beside quiet waters is the latter part of that verse. I don't know if you've ever seen the tsunami or storms on the water or National Geographic or whatever the case may be. But when you see these horrific storms, you can't get no peace from that. You Because your heart is troubled. Because you do not know what's going to happen during that situation. But if you have peace... If you have a shepherd who is leading you beside quiet waters, you can find rest and have a sense of, I know that I'm safe where I'm at. And that brings a calming over your spirit. And then let's dive in back to Proverbs chapter 20, verse 24, which I read for you earlier. A person's steps are directed by the Lord. How then can anyone understand their own way? Once again, it says it. A person's steps are directed by the Lord. So if I'm walking and talking with God on a daily basis, hearing his word, using the Holy Spirit to connect with him, to help me realize and understand, I do not need to go this way. I need to go straight. I do not need to go that way. Or whatever the the situation may be, you need to have a oneness with Christ so that he may help you direct your paths. Because once again, 
all steps that we take may not lead in good directions if we don't have guidance. And Christ wants to guide you if you are willing to let him guide you. Because as we all know, everyone does not want to be led. We want to have our own mind. We want to have our own process of doing things. But why not have someone there to guide you who loves you and adores you? I'm sorry, I can't say it enough. You have a loving father who wants to hold your hand and be there for you and never leave you, never forsake you. It just feels so good. But we know in life that sometimes we're going to face hardships and we're going to hurt doing those hardships. So lastly, let's dive into Psalm chapter 34. Verse 17 through 19. And it reads, The righteous cry, and the Lord hears and delivers them out of all their troubles. The Lord is near to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him out of them all. We cry and need pain. So much in life when we have pain, we cry, we need guidance, we need love and support. And it says it right there that he is willing to be there for us. He hears our cries and knows what we're going through. But here's the thing that you have to understand. You have to open up your mouth And speak to the Father and tell him what's going on. Yes, he knows all things, but yet it makes it worth more when you talk to your Father and you tell him what's going on. Because we know in many instances, when you were a child, you told your parents that something was going on. You hurt your toe, your stomach hurts, or you bumped your elbow, whatever the case may be. How could they not help that bruise or bump if you didn't tell them where it hurts? God wants you to tell them where it hurts so that he may be there and help heal that pain. And help you to realize that if you have that bruise or that pain, that your daddy's here and that he loves you. You all, we have a loving Father, who's here for us, wants to be there for us, and wants a relationship with us. So now that you know how good, how wonderful, and how much love he wants to show you, let's make an effort to know him and start an everlasting relationship with him. Hope I haven't kept you too long, but I just wanted to reiterate how good God is and make every day a Heavenly Father's Day because God is wanting, willing, and able to be there for you in your life. Love you. God bless.